warning. What you're about to hear may contain mature language, adult situations, and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Howdy, movie lovers, and welcome to a special episode of the Trash Heap Podcast being broadcast to you from inside the quarantine zone of the Pacific Northwest. Elliot, Francis, take it away. Hey guys, this is Elliot. I'm here with our occasional guest, Francis. Hi, nice to see you. It's good to see you too. I've, well, I guess we've been seeing a lot of each other since we live together and we're not allowed to see other people. That's true. Today it's rare that it's nice to see you. Okay. Um, yeah, so we're here, obviously we're all uh, self-quarantine right now because of COVID-19. That's why Keith isn't here with us right now. He'll be recording something else separate. You might actually be hearing from him first because I'm just going to send uh, this to him and he's going to edit it together. So we'll decide to see what he decides to do. Um, Francis, how have you been doing during this time? I think that I'm okay considering, but, you know, it's an uneasy and uncertain time and there's a lot of bullshit happening and people are still stupid and selfish, so that's a little annoying, but... Mm-hmm. I think it also lets us see little moments of joy and friendship and love between people, um, which is interesting and fun. Um, so as much as we can do that, I think it would make things a lot better. Yeah, it is a little different for everybody, you know, obviously. I mean, some people much, much more so than others. Uh, obviously, I haven't, I haven't been at work in over a month, but... It's given me a lot of time to do other things like clean and cook. That's true. It's I kind of, I kind of feel like a fifties housewife. Yeah, right now. I feel like I'm a fifties man. Because you're still working. Well, I feel like a man in my fifties. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. <laughs> I feel like when the end of COVID happens, that'll be my like nineteen sixties uh, women's liberation movement for myself. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Except That's, you can keep cooking if you want. Well, I probably will. Just I'll do it without a bra. Oh, great. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have been watching a lot of stuff uh, since all this. We got a bunch of stuff we have been watching that we can talk about. We can talk about um, what are some underrated movies about quarantine or the end of the world or disease. Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic yeah. type movies. And also maybe we can talk about what are so just like some good movies to watch right now if people are not necessarily like disease movies but any type of movie something to fill the void fill the time yeah so let's see what have we been watching lately uh, we got a bunch of stuff some good some bad some real bad yeah I've kept track just out of interest um we've rewatched a couple of things mm-hmm. so we went through John Wick and John Wick 2 right we haven't made it to 3 yet probably watch that tonight maybe probably we watched National Treasure, which Elliot has been shocked that I've never seen, so he can stop being shocked now. Although, about ten minutes into the movie, I remembered I had seen it, so that was when we rewatched. Are you, are you still pretty sure you haven't seen National Treasure 2? I'm fairly certain. Okay. But I think that if I had seen it and started to watch it and realized I had seen it, it wouldn't be a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> because I, if I have seen it, I've forgotten everything about it. Let's see. Uh, I watched the movie. You were well. This is while you were working, but I watched the movie called The Believers, and oh man, that is a trash heap 
exclusive right there. I remember I'd seen that movie once a long time ago. It came out in like 1987 or 88, and I probably saw it around then because I remember my dad renting it and watching it with him. Um, and that is something else. It's a, it's a Martin Sheen movie where he plays a police psychologist who gets mixed up in Santeria. It's, and uh, I, I, it's really hard to describe I mean, it actually isn't. He just screams the entire time. Yeah, he yells a lot of people's names. Yeah. I hearing he, that. I mean, Martin yells a lot of his movies. This is like, he's like nonstop yelling in this movie. Uh, there's human sacrifices wall to wall. Jimmy Smith stabs himself in the stomach and snakes come out. Oh, wow. Uh, there's a bugs, like there's a, there's a woman who has a boil on her face and spiders start crawling out of it. We all know that story. And, uh, yeah, that's, and, uh, let's see, there's some other really great stuff. Uh, Robert Lodge is in it, and he's, like, sweaty and drunk in almost every scene. Sounds good. Um, there's something else really great that happens in it that's, oh, the beginning of the movie has what is one of the most ridiculous death scenes I've ever seen in a serious movie, where it's this woman, she spills milk on the floor and steps in it and then turns off a coffee maker. She turns it off? Off. She turns it off. And when she turns it off, she gets electrocuted and can't let go. And Martin Sheen's just yelling and screaming, oh, my God, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. And his kid is right there. And he's like, don't touch her, don't touch her, don't touch her. And he goes, oh. And then it goes, the believers. Oh, wow. It's great. It's great. So it's on Amazon Prime. I really recommend that one if you haven't seen it. What, what else have we watched? Um, let's see. I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but we did watch... Birds of Prey. You know, well, here's the thing about Birds of Prey. Like, I originally didn't have any interest in watching it. And I heard several good reviews that were like, oh, it's actually really good. Way better than Suicide Squad. Yeah, and then the second trailer for it. The first trailer, I thought, this looks awful. Mm-hmm. And the second trailer, I was like, oh, maybe it's maybe it's fun. So we started watching it, and it and is oh boy, not fun. It is so, I, yeah, it, so awful. It made me angry. It was very bad, and we paid six dollars for it. Yeah, I was really. We didn't. We didn't finish it. No, we didn't finish it. I couldn't. I got too mad. I'm sorry. It was like I did not enjoy was, that. It was like Suicide Squad sucked, and it was was way worse than Suicide Squad. Yeah, but you're thinking, oh, a movie starring Margot Robbie, she can do no wrong. I love her. She's great. She's playing an annoying character, sure, but let's give it a try. Yeah, it was I don't not know. good. And that, like, we turned it off during like there's like an impromptu dance number, like it's like a fantasy musical oh, scene. Yeah, I don't. And while I'm not a big fan of musicals, I often like fantasy musical dance like numbers. Oddball musical numbers in a movie. You only like that once. You like that in one movie. No, that's not true. Okay. What movie are you thinking of? Uh. The Shape of Water. Yes, I love it in that movie. Where, uh, but there's other examples of it I, that, and I like that. I, I sometimes like those scenes. I don't, but this was so bad. We just shut it off. I really, yeah, not not a fan. Yes, I would not um, suggest or recommend that. Um, let's see. There's a few. So okay. Movies we've seen for the first time, no rewatching, that mm-hmm. we were uh, pretty happy with. Um, let's see. We were late to the game, but we watched Parasite. Oh, great. Finally. Really and good. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm sure 
there isn't anything else we can add to no. how good that is <laughs> that nobody's heard yet. So um, let's see. We started, I think early on we started off with a futile and stupid gesture because it's been on our list for a long time. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the National Lampoon's mm-hmm. movie, yeah. Which was very enjoyable. I liked it. I thought it started out really strong and then kind of petered off. It did peter off a little bit. Uh, the last third, I was kind of like... I didn't care about the characters anymore. Yeah, I was just like, is this still... When is this going to be done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's still, I would still watch it, but it's just like, keep in mind that it... Yeah, there's some good jokes in that there. That it starts out really strongly and then just kind of goes, eh. We watched Onward. Oh, yeah. The, Onward is great. I think, is that the newest Pixar movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was actually it had come out in the theater... Like, Last summer? No, like two weeks ago. Oh, oh, oh right, like two right. weeks before like theaters shut down. So it was actually like the biggest financial bomb in Pixar's history. Yeah. Um, through no fault of no. its own. And but if it was in the theater, I'm sure it would have been. Yeah, they got really it got pulled, and then they put it on for rent, and then put it on Disney Plus shortly after that. I thought it was gonna be a little cheesy or strange because of you know it's set in a fantasy land. Like, who, what are they tr- trolls or? Ogres or something. Something like that, yeah. Goblins. Um, but it's set as though it's this world, like the real world. Yeah. And magic was a thing of the past. Nobody does it anymore. Everybody has smartphones and the internet. Um, but then these kids go back to a time of, you know, legends and lore and a little scavenger hunt to bring their dad back for a day. Yeah. I would say, like, Pixar movies are not something I ever like are on my list of like go oh, gotta see that but whenever I do watch one I end up usually really enjoying it yeah just they do they will say they do time. they have like this weird formula or like this weird like scene in every one of them where it's like a character that's like oh I find out like oh this other person said something bad about me and the other person's like, oh, no, I, I didn't mean it. Wait, you mean the conflict? Yeah, there's a conflict, but it's always the same conflict of, like... Like a misunderstanding? Misunderstanding well, or just, like... Well, that's very uh, relatable. Yeah, but, like, someone goes, like, it's like, ah, this guy is a real loser. And he goes, like, oh, they said I was a loser? Like, well, I I said you were a loser before I realized you weren't a loser. And then that's... Does it seem like that in almost every single one of them? Hmm. Yeah, maybe you're right. You have a way of talking about things that I've loved from childhood into my adult life and just explaining it in a way where I'm like, fuck, <laughs> that's a formula, and I fall into it every time. I've never seen it, but... Still great. I really liked it. It was... It was prob- Everybody should watch it at least three times. It was probably... I'm not, once again, I haven't seen a ton of Pixar movies, but it's probably one of my favorite of the ones mm-hmm. it, Yeah. I've, I've seen. It was beautiful. Yeah. Is absolutely great. And I cried like a baby. So mm-hmm. that felt good, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, do you want to read us? Let's some? see. Uh, we rewatched Misery, which is a great movie to watch. Right. <laughs> when you're stuck at when home. When you're stuck at home. And that way, if you're like. Somebody's trapped you to the bed and you can't move. Exactly. Please like, help me. If you're like alone, if you're like someone who's living in an apartment by themselves and they don't have anyone to be around, just watch that movie and be like, huh. Maybe like being my myself is better because the alternative is. Or maybe you have a roommate or a partner you live with who's been driving you crazy, and watch this, and you'll be like, you know what, it could be worse. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see here, um, Gerald's but, Gerald's game. That one. That, I I really, I liked, really it. liked it too, but I think that in the end I was like, this is a lot of cheese. 
the last scene, like there's like that voiceover scene in the end. Where she, yeah, we don't want to spoil right. anything. But I will say they're in that voiceover scene while it's cheesy. There is a twist in that. True. That is phenomenal. It is really good. Yeah. Um, it made me like lift my feet up off the floor because I thought something was going to grab me under the couch. It I mean, gave me that like weird, yeah. oh, I don't feel comfortable anymore. That's another good one for a time like now. If you're not familiar with it, it's a Stephen King adaptation on Netflix. Woman tied to a bed, her husband, they're having like kinky sex and he dies. And so she's trapped. He has a heart attack. He has a heart so attack. So it's not like he <laughs> just dies or someone kills him. So yeah, she's like, she has uh, handcuffs on right. the bedpost. So she's in a house alone, trapped in there. But it's also like a vacation home, so there's not even anybody, their neighbors aren't there right. yet. So she has to find a way to survive. Um, we, re- we watched, we watched The Stand, the miniseries. Oh. Which is fantastic because it's you know the same thing. It's a this is exactly what's happening right now. Yeah, a virus kills everybody, <laughs> and then it sucks. But uh, it's got it's got that beautiful '90s glow on it. Yeah, it's all hazy, and you know it's got Molly Ringwald and Gary Sinise falling in love for some reason. Yeah, why not? You know, highly yeah. recommend that one if you have the patience and the uh, open mindedness to understand that. Though it's awful, it's absolutely amazing. Totally. Uh, let's see. We watched Glass. That was a raging <sighs> pile. Yeah, that was not good. No, I mean, like... I enjoyed all... I. It's weird. I enjoyed the scenes with the... Because, the, you know, there's some really good actors in that movie. Sure. And I think they all, you know, do a great job. But it just... It didn't do it for me. There's What's, something off about it. There's a lot off about it. I mean, I it. guess the director was... <laughs> he hasn't been... <laughs> a, to be. I mean, he made what was Split, which everyone was saying, like... Which is this is a direct sequel to that linked it all back to Unbreakable. And everyone was like, oh, he's making good movies again. And I thought Split was okay. I, yeah. I, I didn't think it was great. It was probably the, one of the best the best movies he had made. Well, also, he's making really good time. movies again. He made two good movies. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And Signs is the best. That's what I'm going to say. Wait, so wait, when did you say there's three? I said two. He's made yeah. two good ones. Six cents. And signs. You don't like Unbreakable? What? I, I'm, I'm okay without it. Okay, that's I fair. don't think I saw it when it first came out. I saw it way later. I think you showed it to me. Yeah. So it doesn't... I mean, signs in the Six Sense hits a special spot, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I saw this in the theater when it came out. Sure. And I got so scared at the Sixth Sense that I threw my popcorn up in the air. What, what scared you? Uh, I, there's ghosts in it. Oh, okay. There's jump scares. <laughs> How is this a movie I never thought was scary? That part where Misha Barton is under the bed, and he, he like... Also, are you kidding me? That movie is terrifying. He He's so scared to go pee in the middle of the night, and he hears somebody in the kitchen, and there's a mom in there, and she's a ghost, and she goes, look what you made me do, and she's got slit wrists and, like, a black eye. It's fucking terrifying. Okay. That movie is awful. All right, you should I'll, not watch I'll, it when you're in sixth grade, which okay. is when I watched it. Fair enough. Let's see. We watched uh, Ma, uh, Octavia Spencer opus. Um, I loved it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I mean. I enjoyed. Yeah, like, I, I enjoyed it. I it enjoyed was, it on a particular level. It was crazy. Uh, but, I mean, uh, Juliette Lewis is in it, and I love watching her. Tavia mm-hmm. Spencer was great. It was a it was a fucking wild ride. I mean, they hang some dong in it, so. Yes, there is high school penis in it. 
The high school? No, there's mm-hmm. not. No, it's it's oh, a high school no, kid's dad. Okay, sorry. Yeah, there's no child <laughs> penis in this. No, even happen. Yeah, like, well, no, there's a like, oh, I loved it. Here's all this kid. No, dick. I did not say that. <laughs> she makes that kid in the basement undress. That's but true. He doesn't get. He only gets to like. A, he gets naked. Underwear. They don't. Sh- no, he takes oh, his underwear off, okay. but they don't show it. I for, they who, sh- who they, it's plays the, his dad? It's not his dad. It's uh. Had somebody, it's another oh, kid's dad. Yeah, yeah. It's the what's his face? I can't remember that. Luke. He so, looks like he's Bard. He's a Bard in a uh, The Hobbit. You know, Bard. Oh yeah, he has the arrow. Yeah. Anyway, can't remember his name. Sorry. Um. Anywho, I think that's like the the highlights, right, of what we have watched so far of like new stuff or like stuff we hadn't seen in a long time. Yeah, we watched Itonia. Itonia was great. We finally had watched that. Hadn't watched. Been mean to watch that. Um. Fun to watch. Yeah. Um, oh, the Great Wall! We watched that one. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, yeah, I Matt, Dave, fun Matt Damon, Matt Damon, uh, battling alien lizards at the Great Wall. Well, oh yeah, I guess they, they were aliens. aliens. They yeah. said that they were aliens. Yeah, which was just like, huh? I wouldn't even think that that's fun enough to watch. No, it wasn't. It I kinda, was bullshit. I thought we kind of we were gonna watch it, being like, oh, this will oh, be really yeah. stupid and like enjoyably bad, but it was just like boring bad. And Matt Damon has a. Welsh accent or something. Yes, it's like goes it's, in and or out. Or something it's is awful. the. Yeah, I it's, think he he feels like he can do whatever he wants. I think he wanted a free vacation to China. China you know, actors do actors do that a lot. Where sure, but doesn't he kind of strike you as somebody who's like, well, I can do whatever I want. Uh, I, I directed Goodwill Hunting. He did not. I, do, he did I'm not. sorry, I wrote Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, yeah. That's that's that's. Uh, I mean, we've been watching other stuff like TV shows and uh, other movies that we've watched, rewatched, but stuff probably stuff we've seen more recently. You know, I think those are the highlights of old stuff we hadn't seen in a long time and uh, new, stuff. new stuff or new stuff or stuff we just haven't gotten to that maybe have been out for a few years. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about now. Uh, what do you think are some of the um, some of the uh, like underrated <clears throat> movies about things like the apocalypse, disease, quarantine, the coming of Christ, coming of Christ. You know those the things in that arena. Well, I don't know that I'm gonna be able to come up with things that are underrated because mm-hmm. I don't I don't know that I know if there's much hype around the things that I've been thinking of, but. Mm-hmm. Some of these, I think, are super popular Okay. that I wanted to talk about. Because it's weird, when I was thinking about it, I do really enjoy watching, you know, end-of-the-world movies. Although, I will tell you the story, that when I saw a trailer for The Day After Tomorrow, is that what it's called? That Was that with the... Uh... Dennis Quaid and, like, the weather... It's like where the world freezes. It's like a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I cried. <laughs> At the trailer? <laughs> yes. Because I was like, if this really happened, there would be nothing to do. You can't ex- escape it. You're like, everyone's just going to die. So you were watching the trailer. Yes, the from... trailer made me tear up and I got really, I'm sorry. Uh, I have anxiety and it came out at that moment and I'm sharing a story with you. Oh my goodness. But I've gotten past that. Wait, did fear. you ever see the movie? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have gotten past that fear, and I do really enjoy... I mean, I love zombie movies. Yeah. I love watching those. I love end-of-the-world movies. Um, I mean, we just started getting back into The Walking Dead. 
which I, I just really like these types of movies. But when I was thinking about movies in this genre, um, I couldn't really think of anything. So I had to like, you know, look it up online and I was like, oh, I've seen that. I wouldn't have thought of it as an end of the world movie, which is strange because it is. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know. That's just, I have a strange way of thinking about it, I guess, because one of my uh, movies I chose was Waterworld, which I guess I didn't really think of. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously. But I remember seeing it as a kid and thinking, well, this is just the world they live in. Mm-hmm. And not realizing that it's post- Post-apocalyptic. The world we live yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the world is now covered in water. Hence the title. I've always been a big uh, Waterworld defender. You know, it's not the greatest movie I've ever made by any means, but I don't think it deserves the flack it gets, you know? Right. It's yeah. fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's like a. It's it's yeah. It's goofy and whatever, but it's really enjoyable. It's like it's a great action. movie. Yeah, particularly like, in some ways, it's kind of like the last like hurrah for that style of action movies. Like you know, I don't think there was a lot made in that vein of you know like that eighties, nineties uh, to mid nineties style of action movie. Like that's kind of like one of the last ones like that that I can think of, and. You know what? What's so unfair about that movie is well, it was treated as like that movie was getting bad reviews when it was still being filmed because hmm. there was all this like hype about how it was like the most expensive movie ever made at that time, and there was all these problems on the set, like because everything was like breaking and they had to do all these reshoots, and it was just like the production was a huge disaster. And so they like thought it was gonna be bad before it even happened. Yeah, it was like before it even came out, there was all this hype. There was like, oh, this movie's gonna be awful. Like you know, like ever there's all these problems and it's so expensive. And then it came out and like people didn't go see it and it bombed. And, like a lot of times, like I've talked to people who are, like I'll bring up that movie and I'll be like, oh my god, that movie's such a pile of garbage. And like and I'll talk to them for a little bit and they haven't even seen it. <laughs> they you just know? have heard that it's like bad. I've heard that it's bad, you know. And it's like I don't know, it's. Well, if you're listening and you're one of those people and you haven't seen it, you should go see it. Well, yeah. Well, I'll say what is kind of bad is... I guess you can't go see it. Yeah. You should watch it at home. (laughs) There is an extended cut of it that's like 40 minutes longer. Uh, Do you own that? I do. What? I want to watch... (laughs) I have like a DVD that has both versions on it. There's like the theatrical version and then the extended cut. But I don't even think it was like actually a director's cut. I think it was just like, here's the stuff we cut out and we're putting it back in. Hmm. To make another a new release and sell a DVD, oh, and it's most most of the stuff that they cut out that that's in the extended cut is awful. Like they should have cut it out. Yeah, like some really bad comedy, just really dumb scenes. Oh yikes! Yeah, I don't care for comedy. Yeah, anymore. like there's like a scene where like they find like a thigh master like in the wreckage. Like, what is this? No, they think it's like a torture device. Like this oh. must have been used. Oh to, yeah, you no, know. that's bad. Yeah, like really bad stuff like oh, that. Oh wow, an exercise machine must have been a t- torture device. There's a scene device. where like or uh, Kevin Costner has a CD player hooked up to a fan, and whenever the wind blows and blows the fan it turns and that makes the CD player work and he's listening to music I don't get that it doesn't make any sense <laughs> it's like the only time in the whole movie there's anything like that at all yeah and like I, the character comments on it it's like, it's like oh you like this this is, this is you're sensitive because you're listening to classical music Ew. even though they would, she would have no idea what classical music True. is you know <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous that's odd so yes watch the original theatrical version that one is is a pretty good movie 
the extended cut watch only as like a curiosity. Yeah, and if piece. you like Mad Max and you like sweaty, dirty people trying to make it in the weird weird world they live in. It's it's weird how dirty people are in that movie. When they're, they're so dirty. When they're on water, you know? Yeah. I, I would rather they be dirty than like bloated and like wrinkly, you know? Yeah. Because that's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. <laughs> uh, that's a very good choice. Um, what I've been thinking about a lot is I Am Legend. And I, you know, I think, you know, as soon as I say that, a lot of people are going to go like, Oh, really? Because that's pretty much revered in all circles as being a pretty crappy movie. And I will say there's a lot of, about that movie that is not good. You know, hands down, like, oh, that this is bad. And it's a movie that, like, kind of reeks of, like, uh, like studio intervention. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, studio notes being like, oh, you got to change this, you got to change that. It may, looks like it was, like, a hodgepodge of... A committee, like different ideas. Yeah, a, a committee voting on, you know, like how to make this type of movie. But there's a lot of really good things in it, you know. And uh, it's a I Am Legend based on the Richard Matheson novel that was made uh, previously as The Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price. Yeah, Last Man on Earth. Yeah, and then also the Mega Man with Charles mm-hmm. and Heston. And those are both based off this one book. This one book, yeah, called I Am Legend. Yeah. So then the like Wilson. Omega Man, like the last man. Right. Okay. Uh, so yeah, same basic premise in all three of them. Each one's a little different. Um, I Am Legend, though, the Will Smith version, there's a lot of it that's done really well. I mean, the, the monsters themselves are awful CGI. And if you go online, you can find, like, they did, if you just Google, like, makeup test footage, I Am Legend, they'll come up with some amazing. Like they have practical practical makeup? makeup that's really really good. That, what? Like who knows? Because that's probably the studio yeah, came yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, people don't like. The this. studio came in and said like, oh no, this is more popular. It's like the same thing like with the the thing prequel with uh, Mary Elizabeth we- uh, Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, they shot they shot all the, all the effects practically the same way they did in the original. You know, with like prosthetics and puppets and stuff. And then the studio came in and watched the first cut of the movie and said these aren't popular effects anymore and they painted over yeah so they didn't those, have to, like, refilm those, those things yeah. with CGI no. the exact same effects and it looks awful and you can do the same thing you can watch a side by side comparison yeah. where they show you the practical effect with the CGI replacement and it's terrible I don't know that's going off a little tangent but uh, I Am Legend it has one. It has, I think, a really great performance from Will Smith. Who's, well, when have you not seen a good performance? I have. Have seen you him. seen his YouTube channel? He's <laughs> always on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think it's sometimes we forget that he is a really good actor because he kind of got into uh, like some of those like ego trip movies, see, yeah. you know, uh, that really weren't like asking him to flex much. Where it's just him going like saying his one liners and being, you know, the being infall- a bad boy. Yeah, being yeah. an infallible hero. He's a really great actor, and he's really good in he I Am is, Legend. yeah, and he in, acts against a dog. Yeah. And one thing I think that I Am Legend does really smartly um, that the Omega Man or The Last Man on Earth or the original novel itself doesn't do is that in those pre the previous iterations, the monsters, the vampire monsters, are recognizably intelligent they can speak they can talk 
Mm. And in this one, they they act very animalistic, and he just assumes that that's what, how they are. Then he starts to like animals, right? And gradually he learns that they have possess at least some form of intelligence, which is a really great uh, great concept with the original ending of the movie because they changed the ending. Because in the original ending, he realizes that since he's the last person, that he's the monster. He's outgoing and killing these guys and hunting them, and they're fearful of him. Hence, the legend. He's the legend amongst everyone else via these creatures. So at the end of the original ending they filmed, the end is he kind of comes to this realization that... He's been terrorizing them, and his time has passed, and this is their world now. Mm, yeah. Because he, because he, because he has kidnapped one of the monsters to do experiments on, right. trying to make a serum to reverse the problem, and he realizes that the other monsters that have been trying to attack him are just trying to save their is, friend. That's the the husband. Oh, right. Of the of the one he have caught. So he, so he in the end he he gives her back, and then they leave him alone, and he lives his life, and they live. Mm-hmm. Their life, but they changed it, and it just turns into an action movie at the end. So that whole like subtext of like learning over time that these aren't just like wild animals. Yeah, I wish they would have kept that. Yeah, so I mean, especially that's... since he has that you know misconceived. Wait, misconceived conception. Yeah. Misconceived notion. <laughs> <laughs> that he misunderstands, you know, their capabilities. Yes. Yeah. But I think, yeah, so there, there's some definite problems, but also if you just watch the movie as, watching it as like how someone is dealing with isolation and dealing with the concept of being the last human being alive, there's some really great stuff in there. And one of the, the best things I've seen is, in, in the whole movie is, there's a part where the vampire monsters are trying to lay a trap and they move uh, a mannequin. It's like as bait, and it's a mannequin. He that he goes to a video store and like picks talks up, to. and he like talks yeah. to, him, but he's not being serious. He's like, hey, yeah. Bill, you know, it's like well, he, it's as, he's get, as he gets, yeah, he's getting his new videos for that week, and he's like, no, oh, I'm working my way through the M section, you know, yeah. And then they move it to set this trap, and he flips out because he knows that the mannequin that there's no one else to move the mannequin, yeah, because he doesn't think the the monsters are capable of doing something like that. So he's has a gun pointed at it. And he, goes, it's real. and he goes, how'd you do that? If you're real, you better say something because I'm going to shoot you. Oh, my gosh. And, and it's like he's like doubting his sanity but also being like incredibly fearful and just like realizing like knowing that he might be going mad. Yeah. But also not knowing if it's real, you know? Right. Like also there's no one around him to, you know, console him or tell him like, no, you're not crazy. I saw it too. Like, right. He's just completely alone. Yeah. So like I, I really think uh, – Despite its flaws, it's a movie I periodically just have a really strong desire to watch again. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a good one. I recommend that one. Um, I think another one that I forgot to think of as, you know, an end of the world type of movie. I mean, it's an alien attack movie. Does that count? Sure. Um, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Just because, I mean, we did, I did see Cloverfield. Uh-huh. Um, but I saw it after I saw Ted Cloverfield Lane because I don't like the yeah. you know handheld camera movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know it's the bulk of the movie. Seventy five percent, eighty five percent of the movie is three people, c- 
like existing together, mm-hmm. finding trust in each other, learning how each other like what ticks they have and like you know how to push each other's buttons. But it's it's interesting that it's you know a movie about the world ending or like an alien attack, but how three people have to interact with each other mm-hmm. and um, not knowing you know what's actually happening on the outside world right because they're like they're trapped well they're, they're like there is a disease they know there is a disease uh and one guy person john goodman's character is saying he thinks it's a disease brought by aliens and they're like oh this guy's a little crazy but mm-hmm. whatever you know and then they find out later it actually was aliens yeah um it's a cool little movie yeah also i mean john goodman oh he's phenomenal yeah um, yeah, I'm what I, what else are some other underrated You know, there's this movie I saw uh, when I was a little kid and I don't really remember it too well. Um but I remember really liking it. It's a movie from the fifties with Harry Belafonte called like I think called like The Flesh and the Devil. But it's essentially the same story. It's about like there's a uh like a uh neutron bomb or something dropped. And only there's only a few survivors in the entire world left. And I remember, like, as a little kid being really into it, but I can't really yeah. talk. And it's not one that's not, like, a really famous movie or anything, you know. I can't really talk about it too much. Um, I think, you know, a, a lot of the time, these this genre or idea of a story is really heavy. And mm-hmm. It can be super depressing or an action movie, but... You, you rarely find a heartfelt one, and you're going to find that in Wally. Back to Pixar. Yeah, I mean, it's. I wouldn't have thought of it as an end of the world, but I mean, literally, the world has. They can no longer support human life. Yeah. So they're all living, you know, in chairs out in space, like, or on the station, you know, mm-hmm. they're not. And so you have the story of this little trash robot picking up trash and falling in love and finding flowers and. It's just really sweet. I know you don't really like it, it's, <laughs> but if you if it's if you want to stay in the idea of this, yeah, and you want to move, if you want to like have something more lighthearted, because you know, mental health at this point, is, sure, is, like the lighter side of yeah, the end of the world, yeah, yeah, it, yeah totally. It's, it's enjoyable. Also, like you're gonna cry because it's a Pixar movie. I don't know what the fuck that is about, but you're gonna yeah. cry. I think another one that isn't underrated because people don't talk about the movie, but I think it's underrated as this type of movie of the end of the world movie is Planet of the Apes. Well, the particularly like are you talking about the like the new ones or the original or Well, I'm admittedly I've only seen the first Planet of the Apes, like the Charleston Heston one. I only yeah. saw the first one. Um, but I've watched all of the, you know, um, Andy Circus ones and mm-hmm. they it's they tell the story of a disease infecting humans yeah. or you know, making sorry, making uh, apes smarter and does it it affects well, humans so what it is is they invent this this thing that increases intelligence and in humans it causes a disease yeah you know like it, make, it makes humans smarter too if they're exposed to it but then they become they creates a disease in them and the disease they spreads can't survive it yeah and that's and it's kind of in the background of the movie so yeah for particularly for now if you're talking about a, the end of the world oh, movie yeah, for the now sickness. the yeah. sickness yeah, it's totally underrated in that sense because it's always more about the movies. Focus of the movies is like the ape revolution. Yeah, they're taking and, over and the stuff. world, so it becomes Planet of the Apes. You know, but, but it's like actually, why this, did that happen? Yeah, this man-made yeah. disease. That, yeah, that's a really good. That's a really good 
option. And I think the... I think it happens more in the second one. Is they that ta- the one where they fight on the bridge? No, that's the first one. Okay. And then at the, at the end of the first one, uh, it's a Rise of the Planet of the Apes. They, like, show, like, a guy getting sick. Yeah. And then, like, a... He gets on an airplane. Uh, a plane, and then like there's like a little, little like graph of yeah. it showing it spreading out across the world, and then in the sequel, uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, it's like ten years later or something. Right, and so now we're in this aftermath. Um, I think all of those movies are the the new one, the new Planet of the Apes movies are really good, and they get better. I oh think, yeah, each one, oh absolutely, each which one. is rare in a trilogy. Yeah, you know? particularly like, or it's rare in any kind of sequel. The the third one, War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, it's. Fantastic. It reminds me of like in a weird way of like, you know, this like an old western like the Searchers mixed mm-hmm. with like Bridge Over the River Kwai or The Great Escape, mm-hmm. you know that like that style of war movie. Yeah, it's really they're really phenomenal and it's it's crazy. It's like you know like you have the old Charlton Heston ones and it's people and prosthetics and they're like half human half ape looking. Yeah, and this Which one also kind of looks like okay. It does like look it okay, did. but I mean like. To me, like, I can, like, you go, like, you go, like, something like that, and it's like, okay, well, this is, you know, imaginary, like, mutant, mutated, evolved, you just accept it. Right, yeah. In these ones, it's literally, like, chimpanzees and gorillas and stuff that look exactly, like... Their body structure is not changed. The same, riding horses with guns and talking... And it doesn't seem weird. No, it doesn't. It's not. It's it's done well, so well that it like it comes off totally believable, and not like awkward. Right. I mean, we sh- they we share the same. Like we're so similar to apes that seeing one stand upright and use its thumbs for a gun, like you know, it just acting like a human doesn't look wrong. Yeah, I was saying like I feel like you. I think is I think that is. What they did in that one is harder to pull off. Not just in the, you know... Because you think it would look goofy. Right. It would just yeah. be like... It would be like... Oh, no. It looks yeah. terrifying. Yeah. And powerful. Yeah. And like, right. Yeah. Wait, not really, right. Really fan- <laughs> right. <laughs> we should do this. <laughs> <laughs> really fantastic. Um, what do you think are maybe not just, uh, you know, end of the world type movies, but if movies of any kind, do you think there's a good good... Time if people are looking for something they haven't seen to fill the void, what's a good movie to watch right right now? Um, I think hmm, I kind of am leaning toward series of movies like you know like trilogies or sure, yeah. things like that. Um, I because then you can just watch one every night type of thing. Yeah, or in a day. In a day, yeah. If you yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, if you really like action movies and. You know, fun fights. Well, not fun, but like really well choreographed fight scenes. Um, John Wick is absolutely incredible, and it only gets better after yeah. each one. I also, if you want to stay in the action world, uh, watch all the Mission Impossible movies. You you could even like do the entire Mission Impossible uh, library. You could do the TV show. Oh yeah. Um, you know, are there older movies? Or did they make movies from these? No, are there the might Tom have Cruise there the might movies. have been like a TV movie like after the show was over. You know, like sometimes they did stuff like that. But I don't. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. if you have access to the yeah. Mission Impossible TV show, why the hell? I've not? never actually seen the TV show. I haven't. I've seen, seen like clips, but I've never watched an episode. I mean, really, all you have to do is watch the Tom Cruise ones. They're incredible, and just like John Wick, they just keep getting better. So wait, you think that? Mission Impossible 2 is better than Mission Impossible 1? 
Because I think after that, they do get continually... Well, maybe let's... Okay. Like, four is better than three. Yeah. Five is better than but four. I don't, I don't, six is better than five. I don't necessarily think that they, like, oh, this is better than the last one. Like, the last one... Oh, now I see all these flaws because I'm seeing the new one. I think that it's not... They don't rehash things. And they don't, like... I mean, they're not recreating the movie that happened before. And they don't have, like, these little nuggets where you're like, oh, I'm tipping my hat to the first one. Well, one thing that was cool, and they're not doing this as much. And I do think the last couple, a few, are the best ones overall. But one thing I thought was cool is that initially they all kind of had a different feel to them. Mm-hmm. Like the first one, um, that one had very much had a, like a 1970s like paranoia, like parallax view, three days of the condor okay. vibe. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then the second one was like directed by John Woo and it was just way more James Bondy and like over the top. Was that the one with Tandy Newton? Yes. That one was bad. That one's pretty bad. But it's but also you still watch it. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It's not as it's definitely not. I guess yeah. The first one you were being introduced to this franchise. Second one was pretty clumsy, not yeah. great, but I still mean, an action. Had movie. It had Limp Biscuit do the James uh, the the Mission Impossible I theme. Mean, so why we wouldn't it? exactly it was of the time? Yeah, it is a movie definitely of the time. <laughs> Which uh, is kind of problematic. And then the third one is much more like. Techie, the techie, 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 modern. Simon Peg one or is that four? That's the well. Simon Pegg's in all of them from three on. Okay, so, yeah, but yeah, he, yeah that's so when he's that's like, like at the desk. And yeah, yeah, three. yeah. And Philip Seymour yeah. Hoffman's the villain. Uh, Fallout though, the the latest one was. Oh, it's so good. That was great. So good. Great. Um, I'm gonna pick a couple movies that are definitely not normal trash heap type picks. Uh, well, first I'm gonna pick. A movie, a French movie from 1995. Uh, well, it is Les Miserables, but it's, um, it's an adaption of Les Miserables about a guy whose life parallels the book. Oh. So it takes place, it starts off um, early 20th century. He's a kid. His dad gets thrown in jail for something he didn't do. Um, and then that character grows up and his, like, several events in his life parallel what happens t- to the character in Les Robin. Even, like, at one point he tries to sell his life story. And, like, <laughs> a, like book, no, a book publisher is like, you, you, this has already happened. This is already one of the most famous books of all time. And he's like, he's like, I don't know. I'm not educated. I've never read a book. I'm not a what? He's not educated. Oh. And he's like, I've never read a book. And the reason why I'm recommending it, one, it's a great movie. It's kind of hard to come by. I, I don't know if it's on any like streaming platforms or anything, um, but I'm recommending it because if you just want to watch, if you're feeling down right now and feeling like things are stacked against you or whatever, or you're just, or you're just generally depressed right now, if you want to watch a movie about a person enduring through mm-hmm. lots of... It'd give you hope. Lots of shit and coming out the other end of it because mm-hmm. it's like literally like his mom, his, his dad goes to jail. His dad dies in jail. His mom dies. He's raised by the, his mom's pimp, who that also who's also exploiting him. Then, like he goes through, then he's like poor all his life. Then he, then, but then he becomes like a part of the French Resistance in World War Two. Hmm. And in the end of the movie, it's like it's some it's someone enduring through a bunch of hardships and coming out good on the other end. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I'm going to recommend is the Right Stuff, because which is about the space race. Mm-hmm. I recommend it because it's super long. Yes. So it's a good time killer, but it doesn't feel long. You know, it's like it's like practically I think around four hours, 
but it's never drags. It's just go, go, go. Mm-hmm. It's the same type of thing. It's about people doing a bunch of dangerous, crazy shit. You know, a lot of people die. Uh, but it's like also like awe-inspiring, you know? Yeah. And it's funny. And it's a funny movie. It's got a bunch of really great actors in it. So I've always been a big fan of space race stuff. So I think these days, whatever, if you've got, you know, a Netflix subscription or, um, you know, any of the streaming accounts, just go through your queue mm-hmm. and the thing that you put in first just watch it yeah that's a great that's a great way to do this stuff you're not gonna waste time right you know if you don't like it turn it off watch watch what's next in your queue because right. we oh my gosh we have so many things in our queue that you know if we didn't have all this time right now like we would n- probably never right the stuff it. you're like oh you throw it in there you're I'll like get I'll, to I'll get it. to it yeah. and just, just do don't it. watch it like so we've watched tons of stuff like I Tanya we've been mean to watch since yeah. it came out like three years ago <laughs> right yeah finally got around to it and it was great yeah it was know? a fun time so just whatever you know don't even think about it too like yeah. i mean there are a lot of things that maybe your friends are suggesting or that you've heard about like us talk about that sound great but i think you can't really go wrong with just trust in the gut of you with your very brand new netflix subscription you yeah. added something to your list in what like 2009 yeah <laughs> 2008 yeah, just watch it. I'm sure it'll mm-hmm. be great. Yeah. Or if you don't, doesn't Netflix still have the Planet Earth series on it? Just do that. I think man. so. Yeah, that's just always great to watch. Chill out and watch drink that a shit. Be, drink a beer. Oh like, yeah, you know, smoke some weed and like fall asleep. Do mushrooms. Yeah. yeah, cuddle with somebody. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Yeah, make a blanket for it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So that's I don't know. That's our first our first recording in quarantine. We actually haven't been had an episode in a while because. Well, believe it or not, we don't get paid to do this. We all have... Wait, what? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. And you're not getting any... Oh. any, any... Can, can I leave? Yeah, you can. You're free okay, to go. great. Yeah, you just can't go. You just can't leave the house oh, or shit. go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, we've, uh, other commitments have kept us sometimes from meeting up to record episodes together, but we can't even do that anymore, you know? So here I, here we are doing our portion, and Keith is going to do his portion. Hi, Keith. Hi, Keith. I miss you. We miss you. And uh, we have to make up for that call-in episode that we released last time. So hopefully this is better than that. You guys can do a Zoom recording. Yeah, probably won't do that. Oh, okay. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, also, stay home. Stay safe. Yeah, don't be an asshole. Don't Wear be a an mask. idiot. <laughs> be nice to people. If you're out grocery shopping, don't get in people's ways and stuff. You don't have to be like that. No. Just be cool. Yeah, be cool, man. Yeah. Learn how to make masks. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, big time thanks to Elliot and Francis for pulling that episode together. I wish them nothing but the best, but until next time, the dumpster is closed.
not alone.